0: So I truly believe that listening to different music, starting different things, and just getting involved with what's happening around the world would definitely help you build that person or that character that you want to be as an artist. And
1: from there, then you can move. Today, I'm talking to the singer-songwriter, Daniela Mess. Hello, Daniela How so are you? you? I'm fine, thank you. So lovely to meet you here on Zoom.
0: Yes, finally, we've been trying for quite a while, but we made it happen. Life yeah. happened. so thank you, so. thank you so so much for your patience. I appreciate that.
1: No, that's fine. I'm I'm just so happy that uh, that we can talk now, and I see a little a dog there in the background.
0: Yeah, they uh, love chilling in my studio. I have two, this tiny white one here. Yeah. And then Arnold and Luna, that's their name. Arnold uh, and Luna. Arnold and Luna. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. Okay, so I stay and here. Are, I, and this is your studio.
0: Yes, this is my home studio. So I pretty mm-hmm. much have everything I need here for my rehearsals, recordings, produ- productions, and
1: so on. Yeah. So you do all your your recordings there as well?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I believe pandemic helped. So allowed me to dedicate some extra time to learn new things, educate myself. And since we have so much available out there nowadays with this technology, I took advantage of that and rather than stay wondering what my future would look like, I would just do something with my present and started recording a uh, bunch of music and basically learning how to produce because I wasn't able to perform for quite a while. Uh, that That is the main reason why I just decided to do a lot of music to have that a catalog there and keep on yeah. producing. So whenever I will perform again, I will have something to show and it's basically uh, that's
1: basically what I do. Yeah, but that's uh, uh, wonderful that you did that you used the time and that you explored these things. And I actually spoke to a violinist who said that um, even the fact that you just now um, understood sound, you know, and 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 the recording uh, aspects of it um, is also wonderful. You know that 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 also brings now an insight into to the other side yeah of, of recording so that
0: is true that is true yeah and yeah we we definitely have to use the the knowledge that we have as classical performers or perhaps we train in certain way with classical music but it's a bit a bit difficult sometimes to record or capture that same sound that goes live into a a microphone or or an yeah. interface, uh, it will never be the same, but it's still something that even though we can't really share it because it's difficult to perform sometimes during that time, I mean, it was, uh, I just found it too, very helpful. And I think it's a good opportunity for other musicians and artists to be able to know how this technology work because they yeah. don't have to depend on other people so that they can record their things and they don't have to wait around for a producer to be available nor have to pay that much money to actually record something. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a good thing. I, I'm, I'm glad that that violinist was able to
1: <laughs> do the same. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, quite a few people have explored this and, um, you know, made their, their, or uh, got uh, 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 equipment and, and sort of, Studied and, and uh, you know, what, what, how is it possible to do it themselves and so on. And I think that gives it also uh, for you some sort of independence in that aspect that you know, okay, so, you know, when, when, when I have to do it, I can do it. Exactly. That that, that is the whole point. That is the whole point. Yeah. But, uh, I want to know more about your career as well and your singing career. But first, you have to tell me what uh, what made your what sparked your interest in singing. Was this something you did first, or did you play an instrument first?
0: Well, uh, it goes back way, way back. I I always tell the story uh, on how I started singing when I mentioned basically. The day I was born or when the doctors found out that I had a heart condition before I was born, it sort of took singing to a whole different level in my life, in my career. I had a 50-50 chance of survival. So I had an open heart surgery when I was six months of age. And the doctors always said, she's going to have some troubles walking or running too much. Uh, because the lack of oxygen, and in music, long story short, in music I found that singing will help me develop and improve my lung capacity, mm-hmm. and singing became my therapy since I was little. So oh, I've wow. been singing since I I can't remember maybe basically two years, three years, because it made me feel. Comfortable. It made me feel alive. It made me feel healthy when I was singing. I couldn't do many other things because of my body, but singing was something that came so naturally because it really helped me breathe better and have more oxygen. And a lot of people always ask me, "But what made you go into singing, and why singing?" Well, it really is my life that became my therapy, and somehow I think. I was just born to be a singer because that is something that really helps me just live my life as
1: a normal person, as a normal human being, and, without and any now, other heart troubles. Yeah, but and, and your heart condition now, is it, um, is it better? It's a lot better, definitely. I have a really good
0: lung capacity and my cardio also improved uh, since I was little, uh, I was not able to run a lot a, at all. And now I'm able to basically jog for an hour nonstop. But singing was wow. what helped me get there. I always say, and then I didn't do much sports because I had the music on my side. So it's basically something that really, truly helped on my everyday life and and something that I always say it was meant to be
1: yeah, but uh, this is now interesting because you would think immediately of singing and breathing, you know you you have this uh, connection and um, and you say actually that helped that so so that was it, it made the lung capacity more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it didn't hinder it. The singing didn't hinder uh, and it, it just made it better. That is correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Muse, singing is 80% air. It's breath mm-hmm. control. And people really don't think about the fact that you know, you need to know how to breathe properly so that you can yeah. sing properly. It's air control because the voice itself is air. There's nothing else. Without air, there's no voice. That's why it was so helpful because I really... I studied a lot of air control, breast control when I was little, and that helped me really just release my voice naturally. And a lot of people will be like, wow, how can you be so loud when you're so small and when you're so young? Yeah. And I will have been working on my lungs for uh, for my whole life. <laughs> That's Incredible. basically what it is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because this is something that uh, people have to learn or, or this is part of the training and singing and you've already yeah. then achieved that. Yeah, that's yeah. that was the first that was the first step, definitely. And then um, so of course this is what this was part of your life then to sing, but when did it uh, kick in and you think, okay, but this is what I want to do as a career. Yeah, I think when
0: it comes to deciding what you want to do in the future, the rest of your life, and sort of what you want to dedicate your life, your time, 100%, 24-7, it was more when I was a teenager, around 14 years old or 15 years old. That's the age in my country when you start thinking about your future because you graduate from high school when you're 16 years old in Colombia. And I was thinking, I was actually considering going as a vet because I love animals and I always wanted to do wanted to do something that had to do with animals, taking care of them. And I wanted to study uh, some vet, to become a vet. And at some point, I realized that with singing, I am also able to help animals. Mm -hmm. If I'm able to raise a certain amount of money, I can open up my own sanctuary and I would actually provide more jobs for other people that could work as vets and do that and, you know, take care of the animals, but continue with my singing. As a vet, perhaps raising this amount of money might be... I think a bit harder unless you're an entrepreneur or whatever you want to do with medicine, but I wanted to cover both. And I decided to really do my music uh, full time. And I always had very supportive parents, so they were always there. How, whatever you want to do, just go for it. And I got myself a scholarship at the music uh, uh, college over there in Colombia. I've uh, been performing so long in that city in Barranquilla that I was able to audition. They gave me the scholarship and it was really good because even though my parents were supportive, they could not be able to really afford yeah. any any education for me. So I was I was so honored and grateful that I was able to cover that by myself and say, so you don't have to worry about it. Just, you know, uh, lend me the car so I can go to college. <laughs> and that's all I need. Uh, but yeah. It's basically that moment when I decided I want to do sort of both things in my life and music itself would really be that help in order for me to be able to give a hand or open foundations, organizations and help other animals and, and do concerts around the world. And I love traveling, so that's also part of it. Uh, and yeah, when I was a teenager, I definitely decided this is this is gonna be my career, but my lifestyle too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's nothing else like that.
1: And then this, uh, the the training and and uh, so you did voice that. Well, that was what you trained for. Did you do other instruments as well?
0: I studied music when I started when I was. Nine is an academy, music academy. And then I graduated in that academy. I learned guitar. I learned a little bit of violin, although I don't Mm -hmm. play that instrument anymore. And I learned flute. I do play flute still to this day and Mm -hmm. vocal technique. So those were my, my instruments. And then during college, I would study just performance and vocal technique. Uh, but I have my guitar, which is my second instrument that I go to uh, basically to write and compose new music and it helps me. It's really uh, travel size. I have a tiny guitar I can take places. It's not an ukulele. It's a guitar. <laughs> it's just uh, very small. Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. And I travel with that guitar everywhere to, to help me write songs. But I I find it convenient for an artist to know at least two instruments To be able to really create new sounds if they're into creating new things. If you are really focused on one instrument, then, you know, go for it. And and I know a lot of artists like that, but I also wanted to be a writer. So I needed another instrument to to play along as I'm singing the melody. I can play some harmony and chords and so on with the instruments, yeah.
1: Yeah, but that that was also what I wanted to ask is is the writing, music writing, and do you write your own songs?
0: Yes, mostly. When it depends on also on what I am working on or what I want out of the song, I'm a very open person to new ideas. Uh, say if I fi- find myself stuck in one place, I do want to have more help. So I call my other composers and producers say, hey, what should you think about this? What should I do? Or, you know, write something over it or change everything if you need to. <laughs> or if I am just writing about either a personal experience or a thought that I had, and it's a certain song that I wanted to be like that, then I just write it by myself. And it's a process that I've been doing since I was 12 years old or 13 years old Mm. and i i never really talk about this experience but i did a song and then i signed myself up for this songwriting competition gave me the first place somehow and wow i haven't sung that song ever since (laughs) i have no idea where the recording is but it, it gave me the the encouragement to to be like you know I actually have some uh, ability to write music and I want to pursue this even further. So I did, and and really is something that fills my heart because it's not just singing what other people wrote, which is fine, and I love songs in general and covers. But as a but as a writer, I always just wanted to have something of my own. And been able to sing it. And that is one of the main reasons why I didn't pursue such a deep and operatic career, because I will end up singing what other writers wrote and oh, yeah. Puccini and Mozart and other opera in general. And although I all love opera, I do not want it for my to be my main goal in mm-hmm. my life, because I also wanted to write my own music. So yeah, it's it's I've been doing it for quite a while and I am currently recording my music. It should be out next year. Uh, but yeah, it's really really helpful to to be able to tell stories and understand why other writers write certain things because when yeah. you are on this side of the of really the industry, when you're looking at other writers, you're like, actually I I kind of get it now mm-hmm. why he wrote this. Oh, she, she wrote this thing. I, I finally get it. I understand it. And because you're also part of it. So I truly wanted to understand those things. I was
1: just very curious when I was little. But yeah. But uh, do you get inspiration from everyday life, from your life to, to write? Or what, what do you write about? Or, or what inspires you to write?
0: Life itself really mm-hmm. inspires me. I think emotions will give us the specific moments and bring back memories. So to me, emotions such as happiness, enjoyment, sadness, loneliness, those emotions, those feelings will always inspire me. I am I move towards the uh the extremes. I either go really happy or I either go really sad. Uh, okay. so I love those emotions. It's really something that every time I sort of perform or I show those those songs that I wrote, really happy songs, the comments are always the same. Man, I feel inspired. I want to do this, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then all the sad songs that I write, people are like, my God, what you doing to me? <laughs> so the emotions, the moments, because everyone, we have gone through happy moments and sad moments in our lives. And to have that reflected in a song, even, even if you haven't really gone through that a specific subject in the song, such as the past, someone passed away, and maybe you have not gone through that really, or or some loss or something, but it's the feeling of it. It brings back memories of something else. Maybe something you watch in a movie or something that made you feel a certain way. That's what I write about. I, I love to help people bring memories back and really connect. And it's wonderful to see how they... Feel the song, even though they don't understand the language. That is also something really, really extraordinary to experience and to see in other people. And I write in English as well. But most of my songs are in Spanish. But sometimes I'll show them. English speakers will be, it's so sad. I don't know what you're saying, but it's making me want to (laughs) cry. And it goes into... More deaf it's not just the the language but it's the the chords that you use the uh the chord progression the harmonies the melodies the notes itself they all play a big role in writing music so it's really it's really a fascinating thing to to see people people's reactions so I go with the strings really happy, really sad and and you know, just just to mm. vibe a vibe with the music. And and ah. every day I would sort of think about a memory and I would try to write about it.
1: Well, this is what you're saying about people not understanding the words but understanding really the song. Uh, yeah. they, uh, there's a music professor who actually did a sort of a um a project like that where he gave people Uh, music that they didn't understand you know the language that they didn't understand he gave to artists and he asked them to produce an artwork of what Mm -hmm. they think the song meant and they actually were spot on about what it was and even though they didn't understand the the language in which the person sang so it is true that we can understand it and uh you know, it's like you say, it's the, the the way it is sang, it's that emotion that you have in the in the song and because you understand the lyrics, you projected that yeah. like that so well, that's, that's
0: fascinating that that
1: research. That test yeah, that, that yeah. the professor does fascinating. I did, I, did, I did an interview with him. I will send you the link. Um oh he yeah talks about that. yeah he talks about that and, and um talks about how important it is to pronounce the words right and to put this emotion in the song and and so on so uh yeah you will find this very interesting if you yeah. because you sing in a different language
0: that is that is so accurate yeah it sounds it yeah. sounds about right yeah please do i would love to see it
1: yeah but now tell me and and after you finish now with uh, when you finished with college um with your training uh what What made you decide in which direction to go? So, you said now that you wanted to write your own songs and so on, but what is the genre that you enjoy singing most?
0: Yeah, I decided to leave my country in Colombia because of that main reason. I was not feeling truly connected with what was happening. Down there in the music industry, nor against it it's just not my thing so in Latin America there's a lot of let's say salsa type of music, merengue uh, this styles like folklore style of music and then lots of urban music such as reggaeton and that's really famous right now and I was just never into it. I love listening to the music. Yeah, sure, I can dance to it, but I don't find myself comfortable or enjoying singing those songs. And there came to this point where I was just feeling stuck. I was like, I can't go anywhere here because I really cannot do what I what I want to do, which I really did not know what it was. When I left my country, I decided to leave because I wanted to know what I wanted to do with my with my music. I left when I was twenty one years old, and it took me a while to you know study new genres and and playing around with south and and different productions to truly just get what I want to do and it's more of a mix between these classical technique that I possess as a soprano with a very contemporary pop ballad alternative sound. But I also combined a lot with electronic music and anything that has to do with emotions. Again, I don't do... It's stereotypical typical or typical music from a certain culture, but I do more of a universal or world music, that kind of sound, only because I always felt the need to do music that was for everyone, and not for one specific region. However, I've done cumbia before. If you have heard the term of cumbia general music, it's more of a uh, Latin style, oh, okay. yeah, a cumbia, mm-hmm. cumbia sound. I've done it before, but my main interest goes with world music, using my classical technique and applying it to a bit of a ballad, uh, electronic, alternative pop music that could reach different places and in a different language as well. So. To sum it up, I always call my music genre Larry Pop, which is classical music and pop music and pop is popular. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. more of a Larry popular lyric and popular music, Larry Pop.
1: That's interesting. And, and, but you said that you had to sort of look for it or you had to discover it and and singing different genres as well. Uh, that, yeah. that brought you to it, to to discover that. Do you think it's important for artists to do that? To do this, to find it, you know, like to, to go and, and explore uh, other genres so that they find their own type of style? Absolutely.
0: At least you're a person who from the very beginning felt completely in love and comfortable with the style they were singing. You know, stay there, have fun, and enjoy yeah. your life. But some people, most of the people, most of the artists, will not feel full or whole singing, they're performing or or doing what they're doing at the, at that moment. And if you're an artist that's signed by a by a record label or managed by big huge companies, they usually what they do is try to put you in this box or create this sort of stereotype or a product, make you a product. And some artists are fine with that. They just want to be famous and to just travel around. They really don't mind. But some artists that are more passionate, a lot of them feel frustrated and stuck and lost, and they have no idea who they truly are. Because they have no way to, of, of trying different things. And that's why, mm-hmm. unfortunately, they go into substances of abuse and all sorts of things to find different uh, ways of escaping that frustration in their lives because they're not fully who they are. So I truly believe that listening to different music and starting different things and just getting involved what's happening around the world would definitely help you build that person or that character that you want to be as an artist. And from there, then you can move. And it does not have to be just one thing. And that's that's a misconception. A lot of people believe, you know, you just think one genre, but no. It's how do you feel comfortable emotionally speaking with this sort of song, if you are feeling the music and if you can improvise, or if you can really connect to it, it doesn't matter the exact genre you're singing. You could probably love singing electronic music, disco music, ballads and pop and other all together. And I'm singing all of that. And I am putting my own style into all of those music Mm -hmm. genres, but I feel comfortable doing it. So it doesn't have to be just one. And I always tell that to to all the artists of my friends of mine. Daniela, oh, how do you do it? You're so chill doing your music. Well, because I'm not closing myself up into one thing. I'm just really open to what I truly feel like. It's the most comfortable thing to me to do. So it is very important for artists to experience and explore. And not just artists, just anybody, really. Just, yeah. Whatever you really want to do is how do you know that that's actually what you want if you haven't tried anything else? So that is, that is, that goes back
1: to that. Well, a, a pianist that I spoke to once said the same thing, actually, he said, but he said that by playing different genres, you um, tap into different things. You know, you, you sort of get something from each to then um play something in a specific way. And this is now what you're saying. So you you take something from each uh, genre and Mm -hmm. how you sing it and and how you feel when you do it.
0: Yeah, it's magnetic. It's magnetic. You start there, but you carry a little bit with you as a magnet. And then you bring it over to the next genre and then you you grab something else as a magnet. And that's Mm -hmm. what you are. You're thinking, okay, yes, I'm taking if you want to take just the best of what you think is from that genre, and you take it with you. Yeah, that is, that you, is right.
1: You've explained it very well now with the magnet. I think
0: <laughs> there's yeah. a great way to see it. Yeah. To see yeah it well. you're, you're carrying it with you.
1: Yeah. But now you, you also said about, um, you know, the in the music industry that some artins, artists, artists, are being put into a specific category or so. And I actually recently heard an interview where um, they spoke about um, Whitney Houston and where she was sort of um, placed into a specific uh, uh, image and, and, and what they wanted. And then later on, oh. she she didn't understand anymore who she was or she, she didn't fit in anymore in either way where where they've put her. And now, is this this in in America, because it is quite a a big country and I mean, a lot of artists, is is it difficult to get into the industry and, and to be like you, very independent and very much your own person and your own artist? Well, it takes a lot of willpower
0: and being brave, I believe, and in order to to truly embrace who you are, whether or not you're signed by a huge record label. So that also depends on what you want in your life or what you what you feel that you should, that you should do and what happened to Whitney Houston what what's basically, in that time was terrible very difficult. We're talking about late 70s, early 80s, where yeah. she started developing her career and and she's this beautiful girl who has an amazing voice. So they have to sexualize her as much as they can to sell certain things. And, and we're talking about uh a woman back in the day and yeah. um, now we we still have see that in the music industry, unfortunately, in every other uh, industry, honestly, where women are, if you if you don't shine certain way, if you don't do certain things, or if you don't in music, I just speak for the things that I know, if you don't uh, dress certain way, then you won't be able to sell this much. So we can't sign you. So can yeah. you? You know, you need to be more attractive to to men, for example, so that you can sell more things and and it's well it's it's helpful for the for the um, uh, I forget the 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 company that signed yeah. you. Hmm. So now it's changing a little bit uh, but still it's still a bit hard for indie artists, for independent artists. So the way I see it, and I and I like what Billie Eilish did, was she embraced her own sound and she developed her own image in a way where she, she, she's never been sexualized. And Billie Eilish is actually wearing big hoodies and uh, all the comfy clothes that you can find.
1: Yeah.
0: And just doing music that makes her happy. And she did it independently first. And when you reach certain following or support then this big record labels will be like oh what's happening there something's happening there i want to see who the artist is and and i always recommend and i always say you should both always reach for a certain reputation or have certain level in your career so that they can then you can consider proposals from record labels, if you want to work with them, so that you can actually negotiate. Otherwise, you can negotiate anything, because then you're from the bottom, and they're going to bring you up. But if you're already there, well, you know, you want things mm-hmm. from me, so let's talk. And it's, it's a matter of being patient, but first, really, really developing who you truly are, because there are many, many artists in this world, many artists. And you think you're very special and you think that you have this talent and all of that. But guess what? Maybe, I don't know, in Japan, there is someone that thinks a lot better than you. And it's doing basically what you're doing, but a bit better. And you're like, oh, that's true. So you have to understand there's going to be a lot of competition or a lot of other artists. But it's staying true to who you truly are. Because that's what fans love. People love an artist that's true, that's, that's real, that's that's human. That's, you know, they go through the things that we go through and that they are able to put all these feelings together in a song. Oh, I love that. How come she was able to overcome this breakup? Why, why is that even possible? Like Olivia Rodrigo, for example. Yeah. And she, she writes about her personal things and that really gets to teenagers and, and early 20s, uh, you know, youth that will listen to those songs and which really feel encouraged by that. So, you got to be brave to put yourself out there. You put your music out. You're opening up to the world, and it's your insights, your yeah. in music. It's what's inside of you. So it's being brave and really patient and have willpower to, to strive and continue in that path. Yeah.
1: Well, you seem to have to to understand what you want and and to know where you are and um and and you have your own personality, your own style, and so on. And um, but but do you have do you do you still have to think of the marketing side of how do I put myself out there? How do I get to do concerts and so on? Or do you have a team that does that for you?
0: Oh my gosh, yes. I I do have to <laughs> think yeah. about those things because it's even though you don't want to, as an artist, as a creative artist like I am, I wish I didn't have to worry about social media or posts no. or photos or videos. I just want to do music. But it's not as, as easy as you think. So you truly need... If you're not into those things and youth nowadays seem to understand everything about social media, I am lucky enough to have a good team of people, uh, friends, even, and partner that understand these things. So they will truly help me uh, or guide me through different things or say, Daniela, you think you, I... Believe you need to post on TikTok this thing, or we need to do this video, uh, and we're planning that that out for next year. Actually, uh, in in my case, as I said, well, besides being really brave and have willpower and just go for it, you also need to be really open. So you don't forget who you are or what your beliefs are, but you need to understand that sometimes to reach cer- certain certain audience, you do have to get into this technology section and mm-hmm. and do social media and promo and all of that. So you play around with it. Of course, you never do things you don't want to do, but it's it's more of like, okay, I finally get it. I understand and how it works. So I am working on that right now and, and building up some campaigns and things to promote a new music I'm releasing mm-hmm. next year. I'm very excited for that. Uh, and at certain point, it it seems to me like, oh, I've been recording for so long, but then how do I tell this story to people? Because I love my music, but how do I explain that to others? And that's where you have to work on writing a sort of a script or how can you make other people understand this work that you put in, in easy words, you know, it's, 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 it's more of like, that's the complicated part. Cause I will go to nerdy and I will start explaining how, the waves, the sound work, and what's the key of the song? What are the chords that I'm using? And people are like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I need normal people to, to tell Did me Daniel, you know, you experience this live and this is what makes you feel like this. So, you know, you need to know how to explain normal things wow. like these things in normal language. <laughs> So that's yep, you that's, know that's, that's
1: it's true, you know that that you know what you're doing, but it's not always easy to to um to explain it to people, yeah, but now tell me about this recording.
0: yes, I am doing lots of music actually mm-hmm. it's uh I recently just finished though a song for a video game that mm-hmm. I was writing always wanted to do that. Never thought I was going to do it and never really pursued any music uh, music for video game soundtracks. But it just happened this year and I was, let's do it. I've never done it. Amazing. and yeah. I am a gamer myself. I play video games like crazy. I'm really? A, I love Pokemon. I literally right. have Pokemon figures everywhere in my house. <laughs> 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 Pikachu. <laughs> And I love video games. So ever since mm. I was little, I always felt so, so connected to that video game that I was playing because the music was so good and people don't even th- really think about it. Video mm. game music, it's its so amazing. It's not mainstream music. It's music that makes you feel as you play along the video mm. game. Well, my son a challenge.
1: My son is yeah. a big gamer, and I know oh, that really? he sometimes. Yeah, he sometimes um you know, lets me listen to some of the music because it's so beautiful. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's cinematic, um, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Oh, so that's that's so good. Exactly. So you understand? <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> I, so I had that chance, and I did it, and it was quite. Quite fulfilling, actually. I felt so, so, so great and so happy with myself that I was able to do that. And I did it with Maro Alvarez. He is an awesome, awesome producer and also writer. And he is from Venezuela, although he lives here in the United States. And we did this piece, a uh, six-minute song for the, it's the soundtrack for the video game. We'll probably be making more. But that's one of the things I did this year. And the other music that I'm recording is basically putting together EPs. I'm thinking, not quite sure, or just a full album or just singles. But I'm recording Mm -hmm. music. I'm doing song by song. I'm doing covers and I'm doing original music. I am looking forward to finishing a Christmas song that I will be releasing next year. This year is already too late. (laughs) But I want to truly feel that the Christmas song, it's, it's what I, what I want. Mm -hmm. And it's music that I've always wanted to record. Mm -hmm. And that's why I tell you at the beginning, it's such a nice thing to, to be able to do recordings by yourself because you do it on your own time and you have some certain dreams and certain goals and and to be able to do it and say, you know what, it's happening. I'm actually going to finish this by myself. Wow. It's great, so I'm doing that and songs in Japanese, songs in Spanish, songs in English, and I'm also going going to record a couple of classical arias oh, from okay. from famous operas uh, such as Carmen. So I will be doing two pieces of uh, two arias of that opera. I'm recording those and. Perhaps some mio Babino Caro from Puccini and other like mainstream aria songs, aria aria opera songs that I could record for people. So that will be another EP. So I'm doing all of the music I mean, that I, I want think, to do,
1: yeah. just the
0: music that I want to do. And it's honestly, that,
1: yeah, it's yeah. lovely that you have the control of it, and you know that you decide um, what what you want to do. Because I also think in that way, um, it's that creative freedom that you have, you know, that um, that you have the opportunity to do it that way. Yeah.
0: You, if you yeah. have that sort of freedom, oh, it takes away lots of weight on, on your shoulders. Yeah. But you should need to know you have the freedom, but then sometimes you don't have the... A structure or what you want or know what you want and then you lose a lot of time so it's important though to understand these are my goals and I need no. to record this 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 so I have a list of all the songs I need to record and I'm not improvising I'm not doing anything else I'm no I'm doing this until I'm done with this I start another no. project because otherwise I go crazy <laughs> That's why I have my team here with me because otherwise I am too I really... over the place with ideas and things. And I have to do this, I have yeah. to do that.
1: And yeah, I'm, I'm a so little like go-go. That. I'm a bit like that as well. So I understand that I sometimes have to really say to myself, okay, now today, you have to do this. You have exactly. to sit down and do this specific thing. Yeah. Because the mind also, you know, wants to do so many other things. So I, Totally understand that.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly, yeah. exactly. But now, Daniela, tell me what what are still your wishes for the future? What would oh. you still like to do? Yes, I have so many. I
0: really? I do connect every wish though to my main goal, which is have a lot of music out there, a catalog of music. I call it because I have projects to make music for the rest of my life. But the thing is, I don't know if you're very familiar with Sia,
1: the singer. Yeah.
0: I always tell this because I find it quite funny, but it's also real. It's Mm -hmm. a fact. She is one of those artists that don't really need paparazzis or red carpets or be seen around or been taking like extra photos or gossips. And she just writes music and she performs sometimes whenever she wants. And she's just there sitting on her sofa, petting her cats and getting checks every week. And oh, okay. to me, that is the life. I, oh, love. Okay. I love that life. My wishes are to have so much music that I don't really have to worry about. <laughs> like yeah. Performing or not. If I want to perform, I'll perform. But it's not really about mm-hmm. the money itself. It's about just for the joy of performing. That is basically that's what she is doing, and she wrote so many songs for Rihanna, from other artists. She has been writing songs for so many artists, so she basically doesn't really have to do anything else in her life. Mm-hmm. She's just sitting there and she performs whenever she wants. So my goal is, in my wishes, are to have a chill life in the future where if I if I have a performance coming up, it's for the main reason that just I'm just going to enjoy performing. And I wanted to have a lot of music out there. So that's why I'm working now to create music. So I don't have to worry about timelines and, and, or, you know, due dates and all of that. You know, it's already out there or I already have everything recorded. So I just plan ahead when I'm releasing it next year, this song is done. I don't look at it anymore. This is done. So it's to have a lot of music out there to do more video game music to perhaps go to cinematic music and go more for like movies. I have a big interest in, in voice over acting. So i perhaps might be looking into that soon and and also have the big dream of staring in an opera. I wanna do really? that as well. Yeah, cause I, I love opera. The fact that I don't do it constantly is just because it's someone else's music and I wanna do my music too. But that is one of my dreams, so I never stop working on my vocal cords. I need to be ready for that whenever it happens. And yeah. perform more do more uh, more musicals, if possible. I want to do the Phantom of the Opera. That's one of the musicals I've been looking forward to. And and yeah, so many wishes. Uh, but it's all dedicated to having a more f- a chill life in the future where everything is... Yeah. I work hard now and then I I relax in the next 15 oh,
1: okay, years yeah. but that's I I don't think you'll ever stop working <laughs> because you've got so many ideas and and I think you are just one of those people who just like to to do things and to um yeah, to develop yeah I'm trying more. to say
0: that so that I can convince myself to chill in the future
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah so I know but, but I think it's sometimes like when you enjoy what you do, it is also a way of being relaxed like, so that you just don't have that pressure of, oh, I have to do it. You know, it's like, no. I do it because I want to do it. That's, yeah, exactly. that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's yeah. true. Yeah. But this is so interesting to talk to. you. So lovely. You've got such a lovely personality and I just oh, love the you. fact that you know what you want and that you... You know, you're very content in in who you are, and and yeah. your your you as an artist. Um, so that is very inspirational. I'm so happy that you um took the time to talk to me. But oh no, I, thank you,
0: appreciate I you just, so
1: much, Petra. Really. I just have one more question for you. Yeah. Um, can you do a shout out for your favorite restaurant or coffee shop in your area? Where do you visit regularly? Oh, yes, absolutely.
0: Actually, I used to work there. I oh, really? So I'm going to give them a shout out. Yes, it's a mm-hmm. Pure Kitchen, Pure Kitchen in uh, South Tampa. It's mm-hmm. a vegan restaurant, grab and go restaurant. I worked there for four years and they are the loveliest people and they make the lo- most delicious vegan meals that you can find. I'm also plant-based currently, mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. plant-based for... Six to seven years, I believe, I want to mm-hmm. say. And so it's, to me, it's an adventure to find new vegan places, but I love Pure Kitchen. Okay. And they also serve coffee, not a cafeteria, but they, they have more like delicious food and, and sweets and so on. But yeah,
1: Pure Kitchen. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Daniela, um, have a lovely um, day still ahead it's morning where you are (laughs) yes yes what time is it over there it's now six o'clock okay six o'clock okay wonderful but whenever you come to Vienna please let me know absolutely I would love to meet you in person yeah maybe you can come do a concert here that would be lovely yeah
0: and what's the weather right now
1: over there it's very hot (laughs)
0: just like here okay (laughs) okay good okay daniela speak to you thank you
1: thank you so much
0: we'll be in touch i'll be sending the links
1: definitely thank you all right thank you so
0: much Bye. Bye. bye